Good morning, Caroline. Good morning, Emily. How are you? I'm good. I just got out of bed in case you can't tell from my pre-coffee morning voice. Uh, (laughs) Do you have coffee right now? I do. See, it's in my little my little gather mug. So you're just going to be like slowly waking up as we record this pod today. I really will. Usually I slowly fade over the course of a podcast. Yes, absolutely <laughs> true. I will be slowly coming alive. I know. Um, I feel like whenever we take like an intermission, I will probably get like a cup of tea or something because I am still kind of feeling a little groggy today oh, for whatever reason. But anyway. Cup of tea. And a you can't be you can't be groggy, Caroline. No, I can't be groggy. Why can't you be groggy? <laughs> Because I'm seeing Taylor Swift tonight. (laughs) Yay! Okay, tell us about your outfit. Because we all know you. We all know Swift. There is an outfit. Um, Yes, you're right. It is. It's like a a yellow, like, kind of um, sundress situation, I guess. But it's like a deep V and it's got like an open back. It's very cute. Um, And... Uh very fearless vibes Mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna be wearing that with cowboy boots nice i'm so excited see that's the fit that's the fit and then drawing those cat eyes sharp enough to kill a man of course yes babe yes babe so so we all know how we feel about men on this podcast so true (laughs) amazing um i'm so excited for you you're gonna have such a good time i'm gonna be like on another planet yeah in the best way just like the taylor swift planet so anyway i'm so excited Um, how are you doing i know you're tired but you know (laughs) okay i'm good yeah there's so since we last recorded we've gotten a lot of news about the new game so that's gonna be kind of all of my um the time that I would ordinarily use for some personal life catch-up time, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about, I'm not going to, I, so, sorry, that thought just went in 10 different directions. Um, I'm part of slash we, because it's our Instagram, but I don't think you look at it at all. And you probably shouldn't. I'm part of a completely unhinged, large Instagram <laughs> chat. Um, and so they asked us to do an episode just unpacking all of that and the unhingedness which we may do (laughs) Uh, I haven't talked to you about that yet yeah um but so this is not going to be that so if any of you guys are listening to this and getting really excited hearing me talk about the Instagram chat it's not about it's I'm not going to go all out but anyway lots of news about the new game it's been very fun when um her interactive gives us a new puzzle and uh, everybody's in the Instagram chat and buzzing about how to solve it and all working together. It just warms my little community-centric Enneagram 2 heart. Um, it's very yeah. tender, very tender to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's been really fun to be part of. And I'm not in there like all the time um, just because I can't be and I have notifications off, so I forget. But when I am, it is always an absolute joy. Um, and we have news about the new game. So I'll get you caught up with everything that we think we know. So and uh, so we're recording this 
Oh, no, but this will be released on Monday. We're recording on Friday. So if you're listening to it on or it'll be released on Tuesday. If you're listening to it the day it comes out, we recorded like four days ago or whatever. So if anything new happens, I don't know about it yet because it's in the future. Um, So we think we're going to Prague, which would be great. Mm-hmm. Prague yeah, is super I'm cool. so excited. Ah! We are. I think we're still expecting a sunny June cameo. Which would be thrilling. We have a character named Roddick, who is just the cutest cutie, and everybody is always is already replacing him with or replacing Ned with him. <gasps> Whoa, yeah. drama! Holy cow! Um, we might see Ned in this game, which I don't know if we. I don't. I don't know if we. I forget what our last like Ned mention was, but um. I remember at the end of Midnight in Salem. Actually, I don't remember this. Someone reminded me of it. Um, but I forget who you are, but thank you for reminding me. Nancy's dialogue was like, oh, I'm going with Ned to somewhere. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think that's all we know so far. Yeah. 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 I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I feel like I can feel hopeful for a release date of this year. I feel hopeful. I am hopeful as well for Mm -hmm. that. I am this whole time just been like secretly like, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking about it and being like, oh, I hope, I hope so too. Oh my God. So because they know, they know well enough by now that they cannot do what they did with Midnight in Salem. They need so, to know yeah. like when it's coming out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it needs to be like almost done. Basically, and people right have now. been people have been posting and sharing things, and I don't know the details on all of this. Uh, but and I can't find them, but I can direct you to the appropriate avenues. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I was about to say I can find them for you if you want me to, and then I was like, no, I'm I'm not going to do that. Uh, but people have been like digging into like code of stuff or something and people who are far more tech savvy than I uh have reason to believe that it is much further along in development than we may have been led to believe so far um so I'm very hopeful and did you see the video of the it was a very brief snippet from the game yes I did see that (gasps) yeah yes Um, I did graphics look incredible really good they look really good so good uh anyway so that's all of that that is everything we know so far i'm hopeful for this year release date um i think that so oh god i want to say here's what i would do if i was them i would seriously consider doing like a beyonce album drop do you know how much buzz that would give so like true. because you can't give us all the info and then so there's been all these puzzles all this hype all this we're figuring it out eventually we're gonna know everything right you can't have us know everything hype dies off and then make us wait five months right no you're that right does I nothing think for you a strategic as a <laughs> I, I know you're absolutely right it would it would honestly be like a little stupid if they didn't like release it this year and they're hyping it up this much 
So yeah. I agree with you. I think we have enough evidence to prove, again, if they're making smart business decisions, which in the past we've seen that they sometimes do not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, again, like you said, they have to have learned from mm-hmm. the Midnight in Salem craziness. Yeah. yeah seriously. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Also, I don't know if I've shared this with oh i have shared it with you because we just did a zoom uh our patreon happy hour if you want to get on our patreon happy hour that happens monthly you can go and subscribe to our patreon uh but i was chatting with someone on the her interactive instagram account and i was like oh i'm just curious um and i might have said this in our last episode i don't remember but in case i didn't here it is again uh i was like i'm just curious what has the turnover in like company staff been since the older games um because I was curious about like what to expect and and about why this all of this hype around the new game seemed like it fits so well with like the older version of the franchise that we're all yeah I was like there's no way that all of these people stayed on through like five years of no games um and so they, I believe it was Indy who responded to me and Indy said that a lot of the staff now are people who were fans of the games when they were younger. And so that's why they know what it's we like. It's like the same hype. Because, yeah. Yeah. They're us, um, which is just very fun and tender to me. Uh, it feels like a big communal thing, which I love. So yeah, no, yeah. it's true. Mm-hmm. Um yeah i am so excited and i do i do i have been popping into that chat just to see you know Mm -hmm. the vibes it is chaos in there so i do not (laughs) check it like i i pop in and i'm like oh whoa it's wild in here and then i'll yeah Um, sometimes people ask uh or i think i've gotten i've gotten asked like once or twice oh is it emily or caroline in here (laughs) i'm like it's i'm the only one of us unhinged enough to be (laughs) in this i just am like I have too much going on right now to have the time to be able to like keep up with it like day by day. So I just kind of wait for the updates like after people have figured the puzzles out just because again, I just don't I can't unfortunately right now and I wish I could I wish I could like totally throw myself in headfirst (laughs) into all this. Um, But anywho, know that I am just as excited. It's all Mm -hmm. there. It's just like, yeah, I've not been able to keep up. But Anywho, it's all good. But I do, I do also want to say because um, this was a very big part of our last episode. I I listened to our recent episode that came out and didn't quite Uh realize how much we talked about this. Um, But I, I do feel like I need to let folks listening know this is a personal update. yeah. I'm not ready, but I know what it is, but I'm yeah. not ready. Go so um, our cat Gideon, who I had announced that we had adopted last episode, um, he d- did have heartworms and we knew that when we adopted him and we knew the risks and we knew that it could lead potentially to a sudden death. Um, all his vet visits had shown that he was going to be okay. Um, but anywho, he did uh, pass away very suddenly about a week ago. Um, I just wanted to let everybody know so you all knew why he wasn't around. But anywho, we we're very sad, Sarah and I, and it it is, um, you know, it was very sudden. We did not see it coming at all. Um, there were no, like, signs of it that we could have looked out for. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, we're mourning that at this moment. Um, 
our two other cats also are sort of like, where's Gideon? Oh, um, have they gotten that. like kind of attached? Yeah. I mean, they Ziggy oh. and Gideon would like play around in the morning oh. together. It was so cute. Oh, and, no. and we thought it was going to be like that oh for, you know, for years. But yeah. anyway, so uh, anywho, yes, I'm I just wanted sorry, to let gal. folks know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. We're just, yeah, we're still kind of navigating that. But, um, yeah. but anyway, yeah, I just had to let y'all know you know yeah. why he will probably not be mentioned anymore <laughs> in the pod so yeah anywho uh, yeah that's yeah. sad well on that note on that note let, let's talk about <laughs> oh my god we are talking about ghost of thornton hall today which is just i mean it's yeah. excellent it excellent really game in so Excellent many ways game. i was very nervous in replaying that it wouldn't like live up to the i don't know like the hype i had had for mm-hmm. it before the first time i played it um but no no it did and in fact i kind of liked it more and like in replaying it which i think is exciting so yeah I do you remember more like um, your first time playing or no no it's weird this like a uh, little era of games that came out like when I was in college. I don't remember my first time playing them at all. Um, okay, okay. I don't know why, because it was yeah. way more recently than the ones I played for the first time as a child. Uh, but yeah, I I don't. Do you? Um, I don't like remember when. I think it was after my dad and I broke the ice with. Uh, shadow at the water's edge you know we kind of oh, like okay i was like afraid to play this game because it was kind of spooky and mm-hmm. boy howdy it's actually scarier than i remember it being <laughs> like when i oh. played it i was like oh my god this is like kind of scary um in ways like that it like there are parts of it that feel scarier to me than shadow at the water's edge like i definitely think mm. these two are like bumping head to head for the scariest game um but anyway, I played it with my dad, definitely. Um, that's about all I can say as far as, like, remembering my first okay. time playing it. Um, yeah, and I knew, oh my gosh, and I I also very vividly remembered that scene where you first discover the ruins and you go inside and she, yes. like, lights on fire. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> it's so oh. good. It's Anywho. so good. Do you want a couple fun facts? I do. I sure do. So this game came out on May 14th, 2013, which actually That's going to be like 12th, nine so, years ago. Yeah. In, in two wow. days. That'll be nine years ago. Wow. Um, it takes place on Black Rock Island in Georgia, and it's the first Nancy Drew game to be also released on a tablet. So that's kind of a fun, fun tidbit yeah. of info. Um. That's all that's all my fun facts. But uh before we get into uh, Amazon review, do you have an Amazon review for me? Oh, yeah. I'm going to find one. I I okay. forgot. Sorry, but I'm uh, going to find one. Because <laughs> totally this one I, I do want to see what people say. Um, um yes, seriously. Uh I also so this game is so rife with just delicious family history and family oh. lore. So when we get to characters, I'm going to read little, um, like, 
character bios slash the stories of their lives for us. Love that. Um, So our character section is going to take a little bit longer, but it's going to be full of just delicious, delicious goodness. Uh, Yeah. So that's that. Oh my God. These are hilarious. Sorry. A lot of the time, the very negative reviews are like, um, like, I don't know, just not... Oh God. Oh, this is so interesting. Okay. Top critical review. I'm I'm writing, I'm looking at the critical reviews. Oh, that one's really okay. Long. These are so funny. Um, okay, let's do I'm gonna go with not scary but boring. <laughs> nice. I can't wait. So good. Okay. We will wow. tear this one apart. <laughs> it says, wow, this game was not at all what I expected. I was so excited when I saw the cover to this new Nancy Drew game. I had memories and hopes that it would be similar to Shadow at the Water's Edge or Legend of the Crystal Skull. It was not. Actually, the game was not scary at all. And I get scared in games easy. Oh my God, not true, dude. If you (laughs) freak you out, I don't know what to tell you because I was afraid and I knew what to expect. (laughs) And I was playing it the second time. And the only similarity to those other games above was that it was dark outside. I also (laughs) felt that there was just about nowhere to explore. And the places you were given were all too dark and boring looking. They were all on the, uh, they were all on the screenshots of the game above, basically. The cemetery was pretty boring too. However, I did like how they gave many hints if you wanted them and and also how you could skip through conversations fast. Amen. Yes. Oh, although I did this and the game froze. It's an okay game, but I'd prefer many other Nancy Drew games after over this. Classic. Interesting. Oh, oh wow. Okay, yeah, I um got to say I really disagree with the scary factor. And we can get into this as far as like comparing this mm-hmm. and um Shadow with the Water's Edge um but this is just like way more um i feel like with shadow at the water's edge like i know what to expect when i replay it i like go in and i know when the scenes happen and so i can kind of like mentally prepare but with this one it is like random like if you certain interactions and that is horrifying because it's like (laughs) like walking down the hall everything's normal and then you're like oh oh my gosh what's that weird armadillo thing crawling on the floor or oh my my gosh it's charlotte what what is she doing in here you know anyway yes i love it um which i have questions about some of these sightings that we see but i'm sure we'll get into that uh because we're all just having the same hallucination spoiler alert but it's fine yeah i know Um, that is i do have like questions about that but i i I don't know i kind of i can overlook it it is justified also i think um uh, but we'll get into that later cool uh characters characters so let's start off with everyone's favorite unlikable tv mom clara thornton my god so true she is like like i immediately i'm like oh god i don't like you yeah and i have friends with moms just like that and i'm so <laughs> grateful especially I growing up in people. dc oh my gosh i know she is like number one like strict mother like, yeah curfew is 8 p.m like yeah mm, man uh, yeah Ooh. um so like i said i'm gonna read character bios for each of these characters so <clears throat> uh where is it um okay 
When Clara was very young, her mother, Rosalie, became very sick. Clara begged her to reveal the identity of her father, afraid of being left all alone, but Rosalie took the secret to her grave. Clara then went to live with her Aunt Mariana, Uncle Roger, and cousins Charlotte and Harper. Although the girls were so close everyone thought they were sisters, Clara was always uncertain about her place in the family and was worried that she might lose it. Despite these fears, she spent many happy years with her cousin's family. Unfortunately, tragedy struck 11 years later when Mariana and Roger died together in a plane crash, leaving Charlotte as the head of the Thornton Agricultural Company. Perhaps thinking of her own parents' untimely demise, Charlotte soon created a will that left everything to Clara in the event of her death. However, eventually, something made Charlotte change her mind and revise her will. Somehow, Clara found out that Charlotte cut her out of the will, leaving everything to Harper instead. Clara was terrified that being cut out of the will meant that she was cut out of the family as a whole, and she couldn't bear the thought of being without a family again. Scared and vengeful, she grew angry and tried to frighten Charlotte by starting a small fire, but it quickly got out of control and ended up killing her. Racked with guilt and grief, a heartbroken Clara sat at Charlotte's grave every night for a year. This entire game is generational trauma, the game. It really is. It really is. (laughs) And how, like, that affects her as a parent and, like, how Jessalyn has, like, reacted to that. I mean, oh, my God. Like, the the themes of that explored in this are so complex. And it's kind of amazing that this is a Nancy Drew game. Honestly, I'm kind of like, whoa. It really Um, is. Like, great writing. Great writing. And and just, like, the way, like, the thing is, is, like, there's a part of me that's sort of, like, Clara totally overreacted. Like, Charlotte was 21 making this Mm -hmm. call. Like, in theory, she would have had a very long time to live, like, all of this stuff. But then I thought about it, and her fears are so valid. She had absolutely nothing to tie her down to, Mm -hmm. like, because, you know, her mother had died and all of that. Everyone's dead. get it. Right. And everyone died young. And I say that like I would not have set a fire on on um you know that's uh, that's a little extreme. However, I can understand like why that happened. I don't think it's like totally extreme, um mm-hmm. like in that in a I don't know for her for her as a character. Yeah. I'm like I understand like the anyway why yes that oh god anyway I agree oh. um. <laughs> So good. Clara is voiced by Sharon Yamada Heidner, and this is Sharon's only voice credit. Wow. Very good. Good job, Sharon. Good job. Uh, Next up, we have Wade Thornton, who I didn't talk to him that much this playthrough. He's he's a chill. He's a chill dude. Uh, Savannah Woodham's ex-something. Ex-boyfriend. That's my guess. I think it's ex-boyfriend, but we don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is at a very, I don't know, like immediately you sort of like know he's on your side. I feel like you know he's a buddy. Um, Mm -hmm. Just also because he's also sort of an outcast there um, in a way. I feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of people are just because of Clara is like the only person dictating who's in and out, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's interesting. What is exactly his like relation to the family? Um, I so I'll just read his character bio. Okay. I think it'll I believe he's another cousin. Okay, got um, it. <clears throat> yes. Okay. 
Uh, oh, actually, it'll say, right. Oh, also, if anybody is wondering um, where I'm getting this stuff, it is all from uh, fandom, the Nancy Drew wiki. So nancydrew.fandom.com. Um, and yes, he is a cousin to all of uh, Harper, Charlotte, Clara. He is their cousin. Um, okay. Wade comes to Blackrock Island when Jessalyn Thornton goes missing, but absolutely refuses to go inside the house. He is a firm believer in the paranormal, saying he doesn't even need belief because he has proof. He knows Charlotte's ghost is haunting Thornton Hall. Wade calls Savannah Woodham, a paranormal expert, to help investigate Jessalyn's disappearance, but a frightened Savannah sends Nancy instead. Wade is clearly disappointed by this turn of events, and after talking to them both, Nancy discovers why. They used to date. Wade met Aha. Savannah. Yeah, there we go. Wade met Savannah at an old bookstore while they were both researching the Thorntons. Savannah says she didn't leave Wade because of him. She left because she was too scared to stand up to the darkness in his family. Ooh. Wade is a melancholy, gruff man, convinced that the Thornton wealth sprung from blood money. He appears to be constantly torn two ways. One side, fondly remembering happy memories at Black Rock Island and reminiscing over its beauty in the summer. The other side tormented by the grief and deaths that have soaked into the walls of Thornton Hall. Nancy is told by many people to be wary of Wade, whom they all seem to mistrust. When Nancy mentions to Clara that he seems like a nice guy, she merely tells the detective that Wade has clearly neglected to tell her about his time spent in jail. Hmm. When Nancy asks Wade why he went to jail, Wade eventually tells her that he had heard conditions at a Thornton factory were not good, so he went to check it out and found that the employees were locked inside to meet a quota. He grew furious at the sight of the padlock and broke in, destroying one of the machines in a fit of rage. Clara pressed charges because he broke the law and scared the workers half to death. She says she wanted him to learn a lesson about lawbreaking and planned to drop the charges, but was unable to stop the ball from rolling and Wade got sent to jail for a year. Wade says that she would visit him in jail just to laugh at him through the glass. These events... (laughs) whoa <laughs> okay clara come on let's not let's okay okay your girlfriend that i was gonna <laughs> i was gonna just breeze right past that <laughs> these events led him to harbor a lot of anger towards clara if oh okay here we're about to this last paragraph gets into some things that can happen uh to wait in the multiple endings so. oh gosh which we could talk about oh. we will talk about If Nancy doesn't save Jessalyn and Harper from the fire at the end of the game, the women are hospitalized, and both Colton and Wade refuse to speak to Nancy. If Nancy chooses to save herself instead of Clara, Nancy mentions in her letter to Ned that Wade has disappeared. Savannah tries to get back in contact with Wade, but her letter is returned back to her unopened. If Nancy does save Clara, Wade and Jessalyn track down Harper, who had vanished shortly after the fire. After an extensive search, they manage to find her <clears throat> and convince her to rejoin the family. Jessalyn, who has taken over the family business, offers Wade a position on the board, tasking him with keeping tabs on the company's labor force. Nancy imagines he'll take Jessalyn up on the offer once he's back from seeing Savannah, who has invited him to come see her. No. Okay, so, so no. they're back together. Which I, I, I think that the happy ending is the canon ending. We're just gonna, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. I want the best for these people. (laughs) I do too. I do too. Um, Wade was voiced by Jeff Allen Pierce, who also voices Alec in The Silence Fire, which is up next. Oh boy. Oh boy. (laughs) 
The Renaissance <laughs> is here, baby. We are in the it Renaissance really is. era. We really are. It's really incredible. Um, <sighs> Harper. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I I don't even. I know you've mentioned who plays her before, but holy cow, this actress is so talented. She is so good because you know who she is. Do you remember? Guess. Take one guess at one of the other characters she plays. Oh my god, is she Ryan? No. No? No. No. A a classic, classic character. Classic. Professor Hotchkiss. Yeah, Oh my god, you're fucking kidding me. That's amazing. It's our girl, Carrie Healy. No wonder she's excellent. She's amazing. Oh my god, we need to get her on here right now. We really do. So I'll just start out with um, Carrie Healy also voice professor hotchkiss in all of the games that professor hotchkiss is in as well as paula santos sally mcdonald and simone mueller so really an og fave really and i think back to be harper yes i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like they wrote harper and they were like literally only (laughs) one person could do this and it's carrie Carrie. oh my gosh like our last game ryan ryan obsessed um she is everyone's favorite type of crazy lady which is a lady who isn't crazy at all she just knows the truth and ain't gonna ain't gonna stick around to be bullied by lies is what i'm gonna say uh and i have harper's character bio buckle in everybody Three years younger than her sister, Harper admired Charlotte very much, and the two girls were very close. When their cousin Clara's mother died, Clara came to live with them and was treated like a sister. Eleven years later, Harper's own parents died together in a plane crash, making Charlotte the new head of the Thornton family family business. Even so, the girls managed to stick together until Charlotte's death in 1989. Harper was absolutely devastated by her big sister's death. Clara describes her as being torn to shreds by the whole thing. Wade says that Harper got lost in that night and never got found. At the funeral, Harper had a violent outburst, causing thousands of dollars of damage and a few minor injuries, leading her to be carried out of the service by police. No charges were pressed and she was released into the care of her family. A police spokesperson noted that Harper had seemed to think the justice hadn't been served, seemed to think that justice hadn't been served in the case of her sister. Harper, in fact, blamed Clara for her sister's death and was convinced that Clara stole the necklace Charlotte was wearing the night she died. When Harper confronted Clara about it, becoming so upset, she pushed when when Harper. Sorry, this is an incomplete sentence. Nancy drew wiki. When Harper confronted Clara about it, she became so upset she pushed her off the widow's walk. By the Mm -hmm. time Clara came out of the hospital, Harper was nowhere to be found. She was gone for so long the family began to think she had died too, causing her grandfather to have a gravestone made bearing her name. But one day Harper came back as wild and thin as a spring sapling, according to Wade. Her grand- I know, I love it. Her grandfather was so furious that she made them worry all that time that he left her gravestone in the cemetery as a reminder of what she put them through. She would sit on it and read. At one point, Harper claims that she became the first Thornton to be sent to the Millicent P. Krauthammer Sanitarium for criminally insane girls and women of good social standing. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> 
the classic. <clears throat> the uh oh, the classic uh M P K S C I G W G S S is what that acronym would be. Uh, Millicent P. Crowther, her sanitarium for criminally insane girls and women of good social standing, and was one of the few to actually graduate from the place. She was told that she was going to the most elite boarding school on the East Coast, and she believed them until they drove up and she saw the bars on the windows. Creepy. Um, Which also, I love how this is happening in like the 1990s. I know. Yeah. When this was not a thing that happened. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't really a thing anymore. That was the interesting thing about this game was that so much of it felt like it happened like mid 1900s. Longer ago. Okay, I have thoughts on that, but we can get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Um. And then, yeah, the rest of this is just what we know from what happens in the game. But that was Harper's Harper's backstory. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, love, love um her. and last well no not last not last uh next colton birchfield he is i do not my least like favorite him. yeah he seems very complicated and yet also oh so simple <laughs> I, I don't know, know. I don't know how you managed to be both. I don't know if it's, like, his character design, but there's just something about him that feels off to me. Like, the vibes are not there for me with Colton. Uh Uh-uh. Um, yeah. No, no, no. Um, He's, like, everyone's favorite just boring bachelor on The Bachelor. I do understand his, like, story and his whole, like, oh, like, my family wanted me to marry Jessalyn. And I I kind of like that they're friends and Mm -hmm. and they're all both in on this little Mm -hmm. thing. Oh, and it's so much more complicated than it seems on the surface, which I love. Lexi. Uh, I love a lot. Lexi with Lexi. an IE. Ooh, I-E. Lexi. Anyway, but he is one. Yep. Um, I and because of all of that, I don't feel the need to read his character bio. No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's okay. <laughs> if you want it, it's out there. You can go find it. Uh, but Colton was voiced by Dave Revis who also voices Abdullah in Tomb of the Lost Queen and voices in a lot of other non-Nancy Drew games. So nice. go check out Dave's uh, Behind the Voice Actors page and you might see something else that you've heard him in. Yeah. Um, now, last but not least, Jessalyn. Ooh, I like Jessalyn. She is a We badass. would be buds. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. She's like, I like her. And she cares. And she's questioning what she's been told her whole life. And it's uh-huh. just like, oh, I love her so much. She's really great. Um, Like Jessalyn a lot. She really, she changes her family legacy. She undoes some generational trauma yeah. with the company. And we love that for her. So true. Uh, Jessalyn was voiced by Julia Stockton, who also voices Xenia in Labyrinth of Lies and Bridget slash Zoe, spoiler alert, in The Silent Spy. Yes. Ha ha ha. Um, I think it would be good to touch on what you mentioned about the like, this feels like it was in the 19, mid 19th century, so oh, okay. early 19th century, like now. Wait, because... do you mean 20th century? Sorry, 20th century, early okay. 20th century vibes. Okay. Because I have a theory about the way this game was written. I think that 
perhaps in the first draft of this game, it was that was the case. And we are there maybe like in the, you know, 50s or 60s, sort of like earlier Nancy Drew vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think the original version of this story had it taking place then, but then what that would have meant is that all this factory stuff and the 54 souls would not have been workers. They would have been slaves because it's the American South. That is my opinion. And so they had to push it up a little bit because they didn't want to tread on that water, which I do understand. I do understand why they did that. And I liked, I think that they justified just sort of leaving that out in a way that, you know, it made sense to me why they did that. Cause I Mm -hmm. think, you know, however, it is sort of weird to talk about the civil war in that era of history without slaves at all being acknowledged. Like even just saying like, Oh yes, the gray lady was a spy for the union because she, you know, was a rebel and didn't like the way that they, people were treating slaves. And Mm -hmm. so then she did this, like literally just as simple as that would have like fixed it for me. I feel like it's, it is sort of weird that it's like literally not mentioned at all. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. But anywho, but they do sort of write it so it makes sense that it's not like um that. But anywho, if this wasn't a Nancy Drew game, I think that that would have been explored in a sort of like different way. Um that yeah. they would have kind of touched on those themes more. Oh, I but like anywho. that theory. Yeah, I, I just to, it, I wonder it does if feel like that. I I bet maybe we can ask Kalina. I think she was still working maybe. there at this time. Yeah. Um, Anywho. All of that said, should we get into gameplay? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. yes. Of course. So we have a great opener. Oh, my There's, gosh. Love. It's so good. It's so good. We get a middle-of-the-night phone call from ghost hunter Savannah Woodham. And she's like, Nancy. I need you to go to Black Rock Island. We're like, she could sing me to sleep. She really could. She really could. We get dropped off at a foggy island dock. There is a missing bride. Like, yes, please. Ghost galore. This is like the the setup of everything is so like that. Uh, Like, and it's like the best parts of like every game in one. I think they were did like they brought back the family legacy thing from Curse of Blackmore Manor. We have like a ghost, like. Um, Shadow at the Water's Edge, and then we have the mm-hmm. Runaway Bride, like Haunting of Castle Malloy, and someone's kidnapped, like the final, or we, is she kidnapped, like the final scene? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa! And I just feel like it is sort of they picked things yeah. that were good about their games, and then kind of meshed them all in one. And I think, ooh, uh, no, well. I totally see that. I love it. Yeah. Um, first off, I always go and meet Wade first, who is expecting Savannah like you're not savannah and we're like <laughs> nope why do you care and he's like i'm in love with her and so we're true. like oh sucks uh yeah. and this was my first note finally we can skip through some dialogue yeah and this the thing is is sometimes it's n- it's not a big deal but sometimes the actors like for example i, think <laughs> I know exactly what Al you're tanaka say. oh is, is who I'm thinking of who talks so oh no grandmother. I'm thinking Takai yeah. <laughs> she talks so slow and I wish I could have skipped so bad there are some characters yeah. where it's not a big deal but sometimes like I can read the paragraph of dialogue faster than, than these people can yeah. speak so I, you know anyway yeah. I was very grateful for that hell oh. yeah uh, Wade starts to let us in on all of this like good evil two sides family history lore um 
which is just so juicy. Basically, the so there's this factory, and one night it does it burn down. Yeah, yeah, it burns down. All the workers died, and it was because of it was I forget why it burned down, but it was just like poor conditions, like totally preventable thing. And right. so one side of the family was like, oh, it was just an accident. We're going to continue. And one like, side thinks it's like pre- a preventable yeah. thing. Which and again, that they need to do better. Is kind of why. Because he, Wade literally says, like, the Thornton family got everything with blood. I'm like, literally, yeah. like, this feels like the story of, like, a Southern family, like, legacy where, like, they have a very, un- like, sad, unfortunate, like, past of being, like, shitty yeah it no it really does yeah like literally yeah that's part of it for sure missed opportunity anywho (laughs) missed opportunity um then i go and explore all the graveyard which is just delicious uh wade gives us a little tour of the headstones and starts telling us about people which is fun uh there's places we can't get into yet which i love in a nancy drew game oh yes um And then Colton is hanging out smoking on the porch. And if you stand there for us, if you stand like behind him, he just keeps flicking. He just keeps relighting his cigarette. I love that. You're a lighter. Keep flicking. Um, And Colton gives us Jocelyn's phone and he's like, maybe you can find something on here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which eventually we do. And then Clara gives us uh jesslyn's friend addison's number so we can talk to addison so i i one thing i do question about this is like why didn't jesslyn confide in addison about what was going on with harper i don't know i just like felt i get like maybe Uh they just she just like didn't want to take any possible risk of anyone Mm -hmm. knowing which i do understand but i i don't know i mean my best friend is uh-huh. Marin and I would tell her <laughs> this was mm-hmm. happening. You know what I mean? I just I don't know. Anyway, just a thought I had. That was kind yeah, of I kind of had the impression that like Addison was maybe like so she was so freaked. Yeah, like that's by true. everything. Um, but did Jesslyn? find when did she did she find harper and then see addison again and then go missing i don't know i would have to re-listen to the recordings again with like fresh yeah 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 probably i think that i feel like wasn't there a there was a recording where jocelyn was just silent and didn't say anything it was like the last recording yeah yeah, so I think she had found Harper. She had found her. She, at that I point. mean, she's probably like in shock and super confused. She's like, "Oh my god, is my mother a horrible person?" I don't know that I would have told my best friend. That's yet. true. I would have eventually, Ooh. but not like right away. It's a good point. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh. And then I went inside and checked out the cotton processing room. Uh, we find a couple things. We find a painting, a rolled up painting and um a door that we can't get through and there's just some other random things in here uh and then <laughs> i went upstairs and looked around where apparently we'll be sleeping in a literal hallway i know i'm like hello fine. what that's so funny yeah i love that 
Yeah. Like, were you really, did you really like hire ghost hunter Savannah Woodham and then set up a bed for her on the floor in a sleeping bag? I know. I know. Well, honestly, Savannah might have wanted that because she's like, oh, the ghosts only come out like okay. when you're not, you know, I, I kind of gotcha. see where that could have come from. Okay. But the one thing I do want to mention when we talked to Clara in the beginning, she's literally like, we have all our workers out there looking for Jessalyn and all this stuff. And I'm like, why are you not out there looking for Jessalyn? Well, yeah. now I guess we now we kind of know why because she's like kind of questionable woman. But anywho, yeah. Um, but it's like all the workers are out there looking for this lost girl, and, yeah. and none of the family is. You know, they're all just standing around. It's like very funny. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. That's um, anywho, we get an EMF reader and Savannah's book and we have our first ghost sighting if you head towards charlotte's room uh all of these ghost sightings are just so good delicious freaky um and we find a scavenger hunt list uh i think we find that in front of the like opening to the secret house that burned down on the ground yeah um and then we find a riddle from Harper with instructions. So we're kind of just gathering a bunch of things at this point. We have this scavenger hunt thing. We're charging uh, Jesslyn's cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, we get this riddle with instructions. Uh, and then we get this little rhyme from Wade. Wade tells us the little rhyme, which is... Uh, fire so red something so black oh sweet charlotte please come back that is almost correct but harper <laughs> probably would have killed you for that one so i know it's true Which so true apparently apparently harper kills us if we get it wrong nice yeah okay which because that's a I second chance i'm like okay <laughs> okay uh, so we get taken to the cellar after we chant this little rhyme and we meet Harper, which just is such a good scene. You're blindfolded. Oh, I know. Oh. And, you're, and you're walking. Like, it's yeah. so good. Oh, I know. It's so good. Actually, here's what I will say about Harper killing us in that second chance moment. The other two options you can say are literally so oh, obviously yeah. wrong. Yeah. That I, if I were Harper, I would also be like, okay, you didn't. Come on. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, really? You didn't even try? Like, really? Come on. Do you yeah. know how long I've been hiding down here? I know, literally. Oh, poor woman. That's probably why she's so like kooky. Yeah. I mean, but also, she's I she's been think breathing in those fumes for how many years? For so like, many years. She is so man. Yeah, she's needs some yeah. medical attention. They all need medical attention. <laughs> no. Um, she also gives us instructions on how to get back into the cellar uh, via the portraits puzzle, which tells us to do the seeds and the cotton gin thing and balance them on the scales which which what i love Mm -hmm. love all of this i want to also mention here that harper to me feels like a josiah crawley character where Uh, you know what i mean how she's sort of setting things up puzzles up and stuff like in and i sort of like am okay with it because again she's sort of like kooky um sort of like josiah (laughs) crawley was a little kooky you know Uh anyhow um yes no i love that did you just oh oh well, we uh, can finish up this thought and then okay yeah um well we so she gives us instructions on how to get back into the cellar and then we can get back into the cellar um 
let's go. Okay. Uh, I know where we're going to go to. So then we find Jesslyn's backpack in like that little hallway of the cellar with a key in it and the Thornton family tree in it, which is going and to become really some important. cocoa Kringle bars. Yes. Which Nancy can eat. Yes. I just like of, that. Of course. Um, <laughs> it's everything. Like- everything is up fair game for nancy she's like mm-hmm. "Ooh, chocolate don't mind if i do like no 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 like who knows how long that's been in there you weirdo nancy is really she is maybe most the most severely lacking in boundaries of anyone i've ever met i've ever met ever yeah there are there are no boundaries she will pry into your personal life she will eat all of your food she yes. will go through all of your things <laughs> she's so funny she will make anyway. her way into locked rooms <laughs> like, i know and she, and she will totally ha- ask you to unpack all of your trauma yes absolutely in, in, in when she's staying in your hotel mm-hmm. yeah uh so we can explore the cellar and then next it's gonna be time to do the gravestone puzzle and get Jesslyn's password but folks we're gonna save that for episode two. two sorry we barely got into gameplay but we spent so much time talking about the delicious story we had to though your game but we had to so true um yeah so <laughs> caroline shall we give our patrons a quick shout out and then sign Ooh, off let's for shout them out let's shout All right everyone out. We would just like to shout out Karen, Tegan, Coral, Cole, Emma, mm, 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 Melissa, Juliana, Sam, Aaron, Tessa, Lexi, Joe, and Robert. Thank you so much. We appreciate you you all. We love you. Um, Yeah, and we'll see you soon. We will see you in two weeks. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to It's Locked Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at It's Locked Podcast. If you'd like to offer some support and become a Patreon member, you can find us at patreon.com slash It's Locked Podcast. Thanks so much for joining. We'll see you back in two weeks.